Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. From a stripping pole to the pulpit, from the streets to now stages, and from years of abuse to now helping the abused, my next guest knows firsthand the ramifications of it all, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and why her newly released book, Jesus Girl, Doing Real Life, is a must-read for anyone wanting to exit the trappings of the sex industry and often abusive relationships leading up to those decisions. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to Testimony a wonderful pleasure indeed, author, speaker, and founder of MovingBeyondMinistries.com and what Maximize Living Magazine calls their, quote, World Changer Award winner, Miss Andrea Thompson. Andrea, welcome to Testimony. Oh, Jensen, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to with you and your audience today. Well, it's an honor to have you, Andrea. You have quite uh, the story. You've lived quite the life, to say the least, and thankfully are alive to talk about it when many others are not as fortunate. And we're going to get into the statistics of that in our second segment. But but for part one of our two-part conversation today, Andrea, would you just begin to share with our listeners how you came to faith in Jesus Christ, but then how you initially walked away and your decision to then walk back. Andrea, please tell us that story. Okay. Yes, um, it's, it's been quite a journey, that is for sure. And actually, before I stepped into full-time ministry, I had gone to school and graduated from physical therapy college and started practicing for um, about a year before God had called me out. But part of my job when I was a physical therapist was to help people who were hurting, regardless of their injuries, regardless of uh, their, their pain. It was, it was my job to get them to trust me that through that pain, I would get them functioning back to the way they were prior to the injury, or even better. And that is exactly what Jesus did for me, and even more. Between the ages of 12 to 37, I was emotionally, verbally, mentally, physically, and sexually abused. I have come to learn, as we all know, that all types of abuse is damaging. And my experience with men uh, had been tragic, to, to say the least. And, and it started with a failed attempt of rape with a family member. But a couple years later, I, I wasn't so lucky, and I was gang raped by six guys. Wow. By the time that I was 17, I was 100 pounds overweight. I was insecure. I felt unloved. I was never good enough. I, I was confused. And this 
really began a spiraling down journey into many, many years of horrible choices and compromises where the little compromises turned into big compromises and the little lies turned into bigger lies. And I found myself always wanting to be the center of attention no matter what the, what the cost was. And I was always trying to find myself worth in a man, but unfortunately I was always looking for the wrong man. Now, Andrea, let me just stop you here for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Andrea Thompson, author of the riveting Jesus Girl Doing Real Life. Andrea, in all of this that was happening, where were your parents in this for you? Where was Jesus in this for you? Do you have any brothers and sisters? Was there anyone trying to help you through the process? You say you were gang raped. We've heard about that recently in the news. That is so horrific. How did you initially recover from that? I'm, I'm so glad that you brought up the uh, current event that took place uh, in Florida because when I see that, you know, it's just uh, it breaks my heart, and for me, you know, back in, in that that time, and you just didn't talk about those things. You you know, this fear, the spirit of fear comes over you, and you don't talk about it. Um, I, my parents were there. I mean, they weren't there at the at where I was, but when I came home that night, I was so afraid that I was going to get in trouble for being in a place that I shouldn't have been. And I, I never told my parents. I, I never told anybody for years what had happened. So I stuffed that away. I put that inside and that, that fear and that confusion and that pain just began to well up inside of me. And it was like those things happened behind closed doors. And I, and I talk about that. You know, in, in my book and, you know, going back to what happened just recently, it is just such a, a culture that we're living in where we have become, where I have become so desensitized and insensitive to what was going on around me. I, I have one sister. She's younger than me, and although we grew up together, you know, even then she was dealing with her own things. I, my father actually abandoned us when we were uh, later on in our life, and so that was uh, a very important aspect in my life because there were so many daddy issues, which then in turn caused uh, relationships and the, the men that I chose in my life to be with, with my ex-husband and then uh, a boyfriend that I got involved with very quickly after my marriage had ended. So that rejection and when my dad chose not to be a dad anymore, it was like these choices that I was making in my life were just overcoming me to see and to be blinded. It was, I talk about activating that blind eye, which I think was very clear. So anyway, through that stuffing all of that inside of me and not being able to talk about it, I then had those feelings and those, uh, that, that place where I was had to manifest somehow. And so I was around the drug addiction. I was around 
alcohol, um, not me personally, but within the relationships that I was in. I was in very emotional, verbal, and mental abuse uh, situations. Adultery was as if it was just a common thing, and then the pornographic addiction. And so from that, that led me, uh, as if that wasn't enough, um, at the right old age of 18, I wound up in the sex industry as a stripper, and that was my way and means of life on and on, off and on for 10 years. Well, now, just to be clear, were you a Christian at this time or not? Okay, here is, this is something that I love to share. I am actually Jewish. Both of my parents are, are full-blooded Jews. When I was about eight years old, some friends of theirs had uh, brought us to church. And that is where I first learned about this guy named Jesus. The thing was, is I had known Jesus in my head, but I didn't know him in my heart. And so through that time, although I knew of him, I knew who he was, the ideals of him I, I claimed to and were interested in, the relationship did not start until many years later. Did you have an experience where you asked Yeshua to come into your life at that time, or were you just exploring the idea of Christianity uh, as a Jew? Can you clarify that? Uh, yes. my um, Like I said with my parents, I, I don't know if it was um, just a way to... Uh, I don't know what, what it was. I know that it was the Holy Spirit that brought them to that church because I know that I know that I know that there was a very specific assignment, purpose, and destiny upon my life. When I learned about him at that very young age, it got into me to where it never left me, but it was those other things overtook me. And there was something at a point in my life um, that that aha moment. I mean, I was filled with the Holy Spirit at that young age. Um, I was feeling, you know, Him. But as those awful things were happening to me, as I was making those horrible choices, and as I began to lie to myself and believe the lies, I became desensitized to Jesus. Yeah, let me just interject here for our audience uh, to, to be clear. You know, the name of this broadcast is Testimony. Revelation twelve eleven. we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But just because, Andrea, you're a Christian doesn't mean that you've been given the tools to know how to overcome or you've been taught the tools to overcome. Just having a relationship doesn't automatically uh, make you the super Christian girl or the Jesus girl that you are now writing about in your book, Doing Real Life, if I'm hearing you correctly. And I think this is an important key for our listeners, that failures come, validations that aren't there need to come, and healing needs to come. And that sometimes is a process. And it sounds to me as if all these years... You talk about your abuse from ages 12 to 37, that this has been a process of overcoming for you. It hasn't just happened overnight. 
And wow, you made it out alive. You're talking about it today. You're encouraging others to do the same. We're going to get more into the specifics of the sex trade, the sex industry, and trafficking that thankfully you came out of and were able to avoid in our second segment. But for our remaining moments here, Andrea, what was the one thing, the light bulb that went off that made you turn back to Christ? That whole moment for me was when I was standing in that church and I remember looking around me and I had my my friend on one side and her cousin on the other side and I remember him looking at me and he said to me, he said, Andrea, do you know how much Jesus loves you right now? And I remember at that moment looking and there was this moment where it went from knowing Jesus in my head to knowing in my heart and saying, I now have you in my heart, Jesus, and I'm not alone. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to speaker, author, and physical therapist Andrea Thompson. You can learn more about Andrea and get her riveting story, Jesus Girl Doing Real Life, by going to her ministry, movingbeyondministries.com, or wherever books are sold. Andrea, thank you for taking the time to share just a little of your story with us on Testimony. We look forward to hearing much, much more next Next week, God bless you. Oh, thank you, Jensen. It's been so wonderful to be here with you. Bless you as well. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.